Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. March 24, 2020, the PG&E Pleads Guilty Edition. First up, from the Financial Times, a former Rio Tinto employee who claims the Global Mining Group was aware of problems at key copper project months before they were disclosed to investors has referred his allegations to financial regulators. The whistleblower has decided to report his concerns to authorities in the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, and Mongolia after his case for unfair dismissal was postponed because of the coronavirus. He has also informed the UK Serious Fraud Office. The powers of the regulators to seek full discovery will bring the full extent of the wrongdoing that has occurred to the attention of the authorities, he said in a statement. Rio Tinto, of course, denies that they've done anything wrong. From the Houston Chronicle, the uh, rather insane battle between Carl Icahn and Occidental uh, may be nearing an end as there appears to be a deal in place. Activist investor Carl Icahn appears to be nearing a truce with Occidental Petroleum that will see three new directors appointed to the company's board of directors. The deal would also see the billionaire investor support the return of Occidental's former CEO, Stephen Shazen, as chairman. The settlement has yet to be signed, and of course, the talks could fall apart at any time. The, um, there would be two Icon Associates appointed to the board, and a third mutually agreed upon director would be added later. The current CEO, Vicki Holub, who bought uh, Anadarko in one of the most inane business moves of recent memory, uh, will stay on as CEO, although you have to ask how long she will be on uh, with her purchase of Anadarko, the debt that Occidental sustained or took on, rather, and then, of course, the uh, current market for energy. Uh, next up, our lead story from uh, the New York Times, PG&E, or what I would call Pacific Gas and Electric, will plead guilty to involuntary manslaughter in a campfire. The uh, California's largest utility said it has agreed to plead out uh, in connection with campfire, the state's deadliest wildfire. Facing tens of billions of dollars in wildfire claims, P&G tried to shirk this by going into bankruptcy and or paying off the bondholders, but the governor of California refused to allow them uh, to do this. So PG&E is slowly moving towards accountability. Um, The uh, company has agreed in a separate securities filing to accept a maximum penalty of $3.5 million regarding uh, that issue and, of course, the repayment of those devastated by PG&E's actions in allowing the fire to occur. So finally, some accountability for PG&E. And finally, from the always interesting and informative on management column by Andrew Hill, a piece entitled Middle Managers, the Unsung Heroes of the Coronavirus Crisis. Um, The middle management are the people who are going to uh, implement whatever boards of directors, crisis management teams, or senior management puts in place. As a strain of interpreting, the uncertainty of a worried staff will fall upon middle managers, Hill writes. 
It really gives you a chance to think about the role of middle managers, I would suggest, in your compliance program because of their communications directly to most of the workers. Here, middle management is uh, encouraged to stay in touch with as many workers as they have reporting to them who may be working remotely or obviously off-site during this time of coronavirus. So don't forget middle management, the unsung heroes of management. I am proud to announce a new podcast premiering this week on the Compliance Podcast Network. It's Compliance and Coronavirus. I wanted to bring some clarity and sanity to the compliance practitioner around coronavirus. So for the next foreseeable future, at least eight weeks, I'll be podcasting Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of each week on a topic related to coronavirus, COVID-19. Check it out with the Daily Compliance News.